0: Well,
1: we're back for another week of the program. It's Pat and Stu in for Glenn today, who's on vacation this week but returns next week. I know you're all excited about that. You've heard us talking uh, also a lot about the Jace case from Jace Medical. Jace case holds five of the most important antibiotics for emergency use that you can find. Well, I'm happy to announce that they're launching a new product, Jace Daily. This is really cool. It's a prescription supply service that allows you to get up to 12 months of backup supply of your prescription medication in case of emergency. Uh, this will cover a whole bunch of medications, you know, cholesterol, diabetes, heart health, blood pressure, mental health, and more. You know, these, these med- medicines you're taking, you know, maybe every day for a chronic condition, um, really, you know, you have a supply chain disruption, that stuff is gonna be gone, and you don't have any way to get it because it's all made overseas. Um, it's really important for you to be prepared, and you can be prepared with a, a 12-month backup supply of the prescription medication you need at jacemedical.com. Also, get the Jace case there. It's a great idea as well. Uh, enter the code BEC at checkout for a discount on your order. The promo code is BEC at JASEMedical.com. jacemedical.com. The code is BEC. All right, we start the radio program here in just seconds. to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment this is the Glenn Beck Program I
0: think you'll be proud to be an American uh, when we share what happened over the weekend Some really really good stuff at the White House oh, yeah yeah I think you'll be well it's it's pride month and and so it's appropriate you're gonna be proud and uh, we'll we'll share some of that, uh, some of the some of the events that will have you bursting with that pride. Uh, coming up in one minute. Do you think it's strange how the left seems to hate
1: history and how it's you know, always wanting to rewrite it? It's pretty simple, really. If you cancel the founding fathers and their ideas, you can cancel our form of government, the American experiment. Everything's just a racist plot. Out with the old, in with a new dystopia. Well, if you want to give kids a chance to resist the bad ideas we're talking about here, then you need to, of course, learn the stories. They need to understand the ideas behind the Great American Experiment. Once they learn those, they'll know what our country is about, and they'll be prepared to defend it. The Tuttle Twins' new history books use storytelling to teach the powerful ideas and stories behind America's founding. They're beautifully illustrated, and they're books that your kids are going to love. My kids love them, and they love to read them all the time. Uh, check them out, TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Order the book and you'll get entry info and uh, official rules for a new vacation giveaway they're, they're doing right now to, to see historical sites around Boston. You're going to love this idea as well. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Order the book, get the giveaway details. No purchases necessary to enter the giveaway. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com and get
0: more information. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Here's Pat and Stu for Glenn uh, on the Glenn Beck program. So, 888727BECK. Over the weekend, there was a bunch of uh, Pride events, and uh, the White House was celebrating and couldn't have been prouder, I, I guess. In fact, on the White House was displayed uh, the Pride flag prominently, if we could show that um, more prominently than the American flag.
1: Yeah, it was in the
0: middle. It was in the for middle. For those radio listeners. In the middle uh, was the Pride <laughs> flag. On the outside were the American flags, which is against the code. The code says now it does say on a staff that the, the U.S. flag has to be in the middle and uh, higher than the flags on either side, than the state flags or the locality flags or whatever organization flag you have. And so uh this was a clear violation of that. But I'm sure they'll just say, "Well, that's not on a staff." Okay. You just draped it over a railing and I guess you called it good cuz you got the pride flag in the middle, which is not <laughs> supposed to happen. No. I, I look sometimes this stuff just
1: happens. Sometimes I think they're just intentionally <laughs> gaslighting, and that had to be yeah. what this was. I mean, had it had to be. They to- know. Of course, they realize they that half the country is going to be angered at yeah. the idea that you put the pride flag in the middle as if it's and this the real focus, and then the
0: American flag on the sides as if it's some little sideshow. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, and when you complain about it, they'll call you a hater. I know, and I'm a, and a xenophobe and a hobophobe and a transphobe because you see it, and of course, you're annoyed by it. Mm-hmm. But
1: then, in addition, mm-hmm. like I don't want to give them the satisfaction of the reaction that they want, which I is know. they clearly are trying to get people to talk, to get angry about this. It's
0: blatantly obvious what they're doing here. Well, it worked in my case.
1: It, it worked. worked in my I'm case, too. Pissed. I mean, I just I'm hate just to so tired give them what they want. I
0: know. I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know. It's just silly. I mean, wait, look. It is. You can obviously do all the things they say they want to do, Right. The things they say they want to do is to give uh, equal rights to people which every conservative agrees with Mm -hmm. everyone deserves equal not Mm -hmm. equity rights but equal rights Mm -hmm. Um, everybody wants that you can do that you can treat people fairly you can Mm -hmm. treat people with respect Mm -hmm. you can treat people with empathy you can treat people with all the things they say that they actually want to treat people with without being this completely ridiculous you do not need to go this over the top You do not need to be, uh, you do not need to displace the American flag to do it. Although, I don't know, the way they act, maybe you do. You do, maybe you do have to upend every foundation of this country to attempt uh, Mm. to accomplish what they're doing. And that shows you what they're doing is maybe not central to what we're, what what the formation of the country is was designed to do.
0: And what was it that Michelle said years
1: ago? And Um, Barack knows that we are going to have to make sacrifices. mm -hmm. We're going to have to change our conversation.
0: conversation. Uh, We're going to have to change change our our traditions, our our history. We're going to have to move
1: Move. into a different place. Man,
0: if Mm -hmm. they haven't accomplished that, I I don't know what... Has been accomplished at any time, anywhere, because that is done. That's such a great point. Because we were all called, mm. you know, fear mongers
1: and conspiracy theorists. And why are you playing that? She just was making a speech, and that's
0: no big But that is exa- exactly what they were trying to do mm-hmm. and exactly what they've accomplished. hmm. Uh, yeah. I think faster and and more stunningly than anybody could have ever foreseen. Yeah, I mean as you're watching the Ben Franklin
1: statue come down in the town square to tell me they didn't try to actually do this. Oh man. I mean oh, even man. people who were hardcore abolitionists had their their statues t- torn down. Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, the guy was kind of known for his anti-slavery stances.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was it's a notable part yeah. of his backstory. Somewhat, somewhat notable. Yeah. 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 Although, when you talk Abraham Lincoln, the first thing they'll jump on is, I wasn't about slavery. The right Civil up. War was never about slash. Shut up. It eventually was. And it didn't start out maybe that way. He wanted to save the Union, which, you know... Drag him outside and beat him with clubs for that. (laughs) He wanted to save the union. What a horrible thing. No wonder wonder the left hates him today. I know. He wanted to save the union. I know. No wonder. But he had a big conversion during his presidency. Huge. That uh, he was so committed to ending slavery that despite all of his cabinet, all of his advisors, everybody telling him, don't do the Emancipation Proclamation. You can't do that right now. Let's just win the war first and then we'll, we'll worry about it. He wouldn't. He wouldn't wait. He was so committed to it that he went against everybody and went ahead and, and freed the slaves. Um, so I, I don't want to hear. Hey, listen, not bad slavery. Uh, plus, he made many speeches uh, before, during, and um, around his presidency where he was anti-slavery. He was anti-slavery, I believe, his whole life, just more so at one point in his life during his presidency than any other time. But this president... uh, Real quick on this one. yeah, They
1: will overlook all sorts of terrible things, legitimate genocides they will overlook to (laughs) praise their own left-wing characters in history.
0: Yeah. They'll, they'll, praise they'll justify Mao, Mao. they'll justify
1: yeah. uh Pol Pot, they'll justify yep. Stalin, they'll yes. justify almost anyone when they I mean, mm. go to Margaret Sanger. Oh my gosh. They'll justify anything that woman did to praise her for letting women abort their children. Yep. Right? Like yep. They, they don't they never care about this nuance when it's on their side. When it's, talk, it's talking about someone who, uh, you know, fought the Civil War and saved, you know, freed the slaves, all of a sudden they're they're all this nuanced historic. But I don't buy that at all. <laughs> they don't care about that. <laughs> don't. They want to tear it all they down. They don't, yeah. You know, and that's the yes. central the central thing they're doing here. And like, I, you know, you watch this this weekend. You, they have no shame. There's no shame no. in what they're doing. They mm-hmm. they want this country they're ashamed of the nation, if there's any shame that's involved. They're ashamed of it. They're ashamed of what it became. And that's, that, mm-hmm. you get that tone exactly out of the Michelle Obama stuff there. That's what she's expressing. We have to change this stuff because we should be ashamed of our history. Instead of just saying, mm-hmm. hey, this has been an overwhelmingly positive thing we've done here. There's been some sidesteps, some missteps here and there. We mm-hmm. can acknowledge those, of course. It's important to do. So we don't repeat them. Right. You know, for example, like, I think one of the things that we absolutely should acknowledge is we should not make decisions based on skin color. That's never been a good outcome for any society, which is why I oppose them doing it now. This is why, like, I find it there to Hmm. be a problem Mm -hmm. with uh, their entire philosophy, which is now make decisions based on skin color. That's why I oppose it.
0: We've gone down that road. It's a terrible idea. It works out awfully every single time it's attempted. Okay, well, what if we make decisions based on somebody's sexual preference? No. What if we do that? No. No? Equal rights. Huh. Weird. Give people equal rights. Don't Weird. make decisions based on their sexual preference.
1: <laughs> That's, uh, I don't know, a pretty baseline thing that I, th- I really did at one point think we at least said we believed in. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that everyone hit that standard, but you know, it's hard to hit that standard for many. But, like, we'd all say we wanted it like the utopia was colorblind. Now that's compl- now colorblind is a bad thing to say. You can't even bring mm-hmm. it up. I mean, that is a massive change in our society. And again, that's mm-hmm. all pretty much since Barack Obama, I would argue. Yes, those, you know, critical race theory certainly precedes Barack Obama. But for it, that idea of being mainstreamed does seem like that all came along
0: mm-hmm. since Barack and Michelle decided they wanted to change our traditions and our history. Yeah, and successfully did so. Uh, and Biden, but Biden is really finishing the job, I think. Um, he had a nice <clears throat> speech over the weekend where he talked about uh, gay marriage. Um, cut seven. Uh, here's what he had to say
1: As commander in chief, I was proud to have ended the ban on transgender Americans. What? Transgender wait, Americans. Wait, 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 stop. In the what United was that sentence? What were any of those words? <laughs> I didn't, those were none of those were English words. I mean, that was just a big. He took a bunch of letters and threw them in a blender. Is what that was. I cause think of how he misses mispronounces six of eight words there.
0: At least, at least. And play it again. Right. Let's see how many because. Uh, He definitely calls transgender transgester. Yeah, yeah, listen to transgender in particular.
1: That's a great one. As commander-in-chief, I was proud to have ended the ban on transgender Americans serving in the United States military.
0: Those transgesters, he ended the ban on him he legitimately just, just butchers oh my gosh. seven or eight
1: syllables in a row i yeah. mean he really just misses all of them i i don't even what did he even say i'm sorry
0: pat i missed the whole context of this clip i now. have no idea what he's trying to say there <laughs> <laughs> he ended a ban on I, I what ban? was there a ban on trans yeah, there was he entered yes. Ended. I, you know pat <laughs> i i don't want to
1: look i I hesitate to say this because I know we're on national radio right now, but mm-hmm. I support a trans ban. You do? Yes. I don't. I don't okay. think we should ever come up with what a trans is. If society <laughs> tries to create something that fits that tra- trans, uh, I mean, what is that? Someone who has transitioned into being a court jester, <laughs> <Is> that...
0: <laughs> <laughs> or are you trans. Are you transitioning away from being <laughs> right, a be court that. jester? I don't, Either way. I don't know. I think if you're a court jester, you should know.
1: remain a court jester. <laughs> and if you're if you're a normal average citizen, you should not be able to become a court jester. That's my stance. And I know it's hateful in this day and age. Mm, it's a good safety tip, though. <laughs> I like Trance it. It's jester. What is it with this guy? Uh, like, you, oh, well, he's got a stutter. Remember that was, yeah. that was the pitch for a yeah. while. He's mm-hmm. got a stutter. <laughs> Now it's uh they they came up with this other thing that my and this is even better I got to say from from the campaign and of course, the White House, they'll just run whatever, whatever, whatever the White House says. They'll just run it in, like, the New York Times, as, mm-hmm. a, as, a, as, it's, as if it's true. Their mm-hmm. new one is, we know whenever you see him, he does this. We know whenever you see him, he bumbles over every word. He's completely incoherent. You can't understand him. He's awful. But what you don't understand is every time you can't see him, he's incredible. Yeah, behind he's the scenes, Behind man. the scenes, this guy's insane. So sharp. So Sharp, sharp as attack. They all say mm-hmm. it. It's become a mm-hmm. bit of a mantra. He's a sh- as, as sharp, sharp as, as a tack. attack. You get, that's a mantra. People, patter mm-hmm. are, are standing around the White House having conversations around the water cool. You know what I noticed today. Uh, Joe Biden is sharpest tack. Now, he's a bumbling fool in front of people <laughs> when there are cameras around. Uh-huh. A complete and utter disgrace as a as a president that you've probably noticed. But when you can't see him, mm-hmm. he's basically like Stephen Hawking in his prime. <laughs> like every single word he knows, everything mm-hmm. he, everything he says is perfect. He never has to restate something because he called them transgesters. And so that doesn't happen (laughs) behind the scenes. He's perfect there. The only place we can't provide any evidence. Isn't that so unfortunate for us? We can't Mm -hmm. provide evidence of his
0: perfection because it's behind closed doors, Pat. That is Ah! what they should do is start recording. All of the closed door uh, meetings. That's classified. With him. Those are, those okay. are classified right. meetings, unfortunately. <laughs> ah,
1: just a, ah! So, we were so close! It. We were so close Darn to it. Darn it. I thought we came you. up
0: with a solution there mm. to show his genius, but I guess not. Uh, yeah, so that's the transgender ban. Uh, we'll, we'll get to what he had to say about marriage uh, coming up in uh, one minute. Oh my gosh. All right, well, things are falling apart a little
1: bit, if you haven't noticed. Uh, and a lot of them, you know, you, you look, even the best. Uh, ideas can go down the tubes when things start to fall apart. You need to be able to make investments uh, into yourself, to your family, for when things can go awry. And one of the most important things you can do is invest in food security. That way, when the lines at the grocery store are around the block and there's not much to get inside anyway because the trucks aren't running, well, you and your family uh, will be sitting at home, is secure in the knowledge that you've got what you need to survive. That's why I always talk about uh, getting a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. With each kit that you order, you're going to be saving 200 bucks as well. It's a great opportunity to get one for really every family member. It includes breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks that provide over 2,000 calories a day. And it's great food you're going to enjoy. The whole family is going to love it. Plus, it lasts up to 25 years in storage, so you'll always have a backup. Don't delay. Order your three-month emergency food kit today and save $200 per kit. It's easy to order. Just go to MyPatriotSupply.com. You'll get fast and free shipping as well. Do this today or you'll gr- regret it tomorrow. It's mypatriotsupply.com, mypatriotsupply.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Uh,
0: all right, so he had something else to say uh, about the Pride weekend, and uh, he focused on on marriage, and here's what he said. When a person can be married in the morning mm-hmm. and thrown out of the restaurant for being gay in the afternoon, something is still very wrong in America. You know how, how often that happens. Well, oh, yeah. The, uh, when you're married in the morning and then you go to the restaurant, for some reason, you're going to a restaurant after your marriage. And
1: you had uh, a morning marriage, yeah, and which is morning too, marriage, I mean it, Which is
0: weird. Mm-hmm. And then in the afternoon, uh, you've gone to uh, Hardee's. Applebee's, <laughs> Hardee's, whatever, and you're, getting, and you're <laughs> <laughs> thrown out of that restaurant. <laughs> right. But, I, mean, I would say this happens to
1: 85% of gay people <laughs> 85% of gay people who go through marriages mm-hmm. wind up getting thrown out of a restaurant later that day that and same that's day. too many yeah it's too many
0: too many it is that is too many it should be around 25 or 30% <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> stupid the number is 0% so by the way
1: right. 0% this,
0: this doesn't happen. i would say i mean i I'm just got to say it it's throw this illegal by the way yeah it's, it would be illegal Illegal to do that. You can't throw gay people out of restaurants because they're gay. Yeah. Where is that happening? Give me one example of it. Right. I would say I don't know. Let's say the last
1: decade, there have been zero examples of what he's just talked about. Right. A morning marriage Mm -hmm. directly (laughs) into getting thrown out of a restaurant because you're gay. I don't think that's ever happened. I don't know. Maybe. You know, it probably I would say this probably Mm -hmm. never happened in our nation's history.
0: Right. You're probably right.
1: And I would say first of all, for a long time you couldn't Mm -hmm. get married. To someone of the same sex, right? Right. Since that's yes. been allowed, we're only talking about basically a decade, a little bit longer, if you want to call it civil unions. And in that time, I would just be uh. very surprised if, like, 7 a.m., they're taking nuptials. Okay. And then, <laughs> then two in noon, the afternoon, like, oh, get out, get, get you out. Get thrown out of this restaurant. I mean, most people go on a honeymoon. <laughs> Maybe if they went on a honeymoon to one of the 100 countries that ban gay gay marriage completely, maybe that's the problem. Maybe they went to like Nigeria and they were like get out Saudi of our country. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what happened. I I don't know. I'm going to say it's never happened. I'm just going to go out on a limb. Me too. You're going to have to me uh too. you're going to have to prove that one to me. Uh, But if it has happened, it's happened very infrequently, Pat. First of all, people don't schedule morning weddings very often. (laughs) Don't, no, they don't. And then secondarily, (laughs) especially one that would be followed by a lunch at a restaurant, right? Because Mm -hmm. you'd think you'd have a reception, Mm -hmm. right? So your reception, you're having like a breakfast buffet in this scenario, I guess. You're getting pancakes and you know bagels. (laughs) <laughs> you're getting so you're getting you get married at 7 a.m goes uh-huh. to 8 at 8 a.m breakfast buffet for everyone who's in the wedding party and the
0: guests right then you're and then starving you're dancing again, again at like
1: 10 yeah i mean it seems really unlikely
0: that's how you work up the appetite for the afternoon okay. meal uh, where you go that, to the yeah. restaurant
1: <laughs> and at like 12 30 you know? you're at uh you know you're at uh fud ruckers and they're throwing you <laughs> out like, this is really... Whatever world he's talking
0: about here is a terrible world. It is. I will say. It is. We don't live in that world, but apparently he does.
1: <laughs> so... Oh, my gosh. Come it's on. It's agonizing, isn't Stop it? Stop with this. I, I mean, it's really infuriating. And they, and they act as if, like... Well, it's, the, the, it's like they act as if, you know, I don't know, protesting Bud Light because you don't like their ad campaign or, or protesting Target is like the equivalent of the Holocaust. It's like, look, you're mm-hmm. basically calling Christians and the things they believe uh, on the carpet and telling them that they're not allowed to believe them publicly anymore, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. And like, you might think that's the right thing to do. <laughs> uh, I would disagree with that analysis, but like to act as if it's this, you know, cataclysmic, you know, war. It's just, like ridiculous. There has never been a
0: better time to be lgbtqia 2 oh, ever. Are you kidding? All we're doing is, is celebrating is them. Celebrating it and promoting it this whole month. A month. And then it was, as we talked about on Friday, there's a, you know, a hundred other days during the course of the year where y- you celebrate it again because it's some special LGBTQQIA2+, plus day. I, you're right. There's never been a better time. But there's still something wrong in America. When you can get married in the morning, get thrown out of a restaurant in the afternoon. <laughs> Maybe the manager of that restaurant just wants you to be on your honeymoon. He's yeah, like, "You guys need guys, to get what are you out doing? Here? You're still wearing your wedding <laughs> you clothes. Just, uh, don't you have a cruise to get You're to right. or something? Come on. Get out of here." <laughs> The Glenn Beck Program. All right. Let me tell you uh, about Rough Greens. You know, uh, I've been sitting in the studio with uh, Glenn off and on for a lot of years. Well, over 30. It's been about 33 years, actually. And uh, there's three things I know that he really loves. God, his wife, and family, and our country. But I think number four is his dog. He loves Uno. Uh, And that's why he's so happy he ran into Naturopathic doctor Dennis Black Founder and creator of Rough Greens It's not a dog food But a dog supplement that can bring your dog's food Back to life It's great stuff And my dog won't eat her food Without Rough Greens on it Dog food is dead food, plain and simple We've heard that uh, For a while now And Rough Greens brought Uno Back to life, basically made all the difference in the world. So, try it. Get a trial bag right now at roughgreenscom back or call 833-GLEN33. That's roughgreenscom back or call 833-GLEN33. Head over to blazetvcom tv.com/glen and
1: subscribe. If you use the promo code GLEN, you'll save 10 bucks.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's Patton for Glenn. Today, uh, CNN still reporting the White House is completely silent on the Trump investigation.
1: Oh, it's understandable, Pat. Yeah,
0: because you know. they they had nothing to do with this. They nothing. Were completely, completely devoid of.
1: Any involvement? Well, but that's not even enough because you and I have nothing to do with it, right? We're not in the dust Justice Department. Mm -hmm, It's it's more than that. They were completely unaware that it was even going on.
0: Yeah, it uh, came as a shock shock to to them. them.
1: They found out the same way you and I did, Pat. In the news. In the news. These things just come out by Mm -hmm. people that they've appointed, and there's just so locked down Mm -hmm. that you know Merrick Garland doesn't know anything about it. Probably he doesn't. He certainly didn't tell anything to joe biden well there's no. definitely no way to communicate that no so they just were like constantly taken by surprise mm-hmm. that these things are going on that happen to completely align so. with all of the things they want to happen in the world right which is just yeah, what yeah. a great i mean that's just great you know isn't it uh, it's just wonderful they just every time they need something to happen the people they've hired automatically make it happen do it without yeah. totally Without them knowing, mm-hmm. you know, and that's... Without
0: a word being exchanged between mm. the agencies. Mm-hmm. It's just great that, uh, you know, they are that ethical. Uh, they they don't... See, I, I think Joe Biden didn't even want to know about this. That's that's how buttoned up all of this is because he didn't want this to be any sort of political arrangement at all, some sort of political prosecution. So I'm sure that when he got wind. That any of this was even a possibility, mm-hmm. he said. Look, I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about it. Well, don't yeah. even don't even walk down the hall and tell me it's on the way. Don't even do that. I'll find out on the news, just like the rest of America. Mm-hmm. It's really great that he has that sort of discipline, you know. Yeah. yeah, because people might might and this is
1: this would be wrong, of course, but people might think that. The ability for a president to try to destroy his lead opponent would be questionable, right? Like maybe mm-hmm. they would think that's controversial. Maybe they would think some of those activities were ill-advised for the benefit of the you know, foundation of the country. Right. And those people would be wrong because, of course, we know Joe Biden knew nothing about this. <laughs> nothing. Well, they said it. They, they said, said it. it clearly. So and then Merrick Garland was like, I'm not going to get... It. That's why we have a special counsel. He's not going to tell me anything. And no one's going to know. Mm-hmm. No one's going to know if anything is coming. I mean, would it, Taking ourselves out of sarcasm mode here for a second, wouldn't it, <laughs> wouldn't it be almost irresponsible for a president to be unaware of something like this? Like, the president, what the president's role in this should be is pressuring them not to do it. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, do, it's going to make me look terrible. Mm-hmm. because everyone's going to think I'm responsible for it. Not to mention, it shakes the foundation of the country. Half the country now does not believe in the FBI or the DOJ or any of these other three-letter agencies. You've you've taken the, the respectability of these institutions and flushed it down the toilet for your own political benefit. And the, the only argument Joe Biden should be making behind the scenes is, just please don't. I know he had the stupid documents or whatever he was doing. Stop it. Like that... The him holding on to documents is not worth, as they would say, the juice is not worth the squeeze. That's
0: a that's a beautiful. What was that? Beautiful expression. Thank you. Beautiful. That was, was like uh, that. some
1: yeah. uh, that was that happened to <laughs> the reason I was in my mind. is there was a, um, a speech at some college recently where mm-hmm. where they, uh, you know, some conservative was I don't know, trying to make some sane comment. And the left came out and they were like protesting and not letting them speak. And they said, yes, we can allow a speaker like that. But is the juice worth the squeeze? (laughs) And the answer to that in their mind was no. No, no, you should not let anybody. If if they're going to protest us, then shut everybody up. It's not worth it. Um, But in this case, uh, it's a good question. Because I don't know. I I don't know. Is is document storage worth setting the
0: flag on fire? I don't know. Probably not. Probably not in my mind. Because that... Although they're saying these were such sensitive documents, now they had nuclear secrets. They had secrets about attacking another country. Blah 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 but, blah, but, blah blah. But blah, blah. to be clear, they have two instances of this being shared. Two. Mm-hmm. One of them is with a
1: biographer, which I don't know. I would guess every freaking. Uh, a newspaper that's complaining Mm -hmm. about this would be excited to report all the details from these documents in a report. If they met the guy in a parking garage and were able to get a Pulitzer out of it, you know, they they would all would put it on the front page of the New York times if they had the chance. Yeah, they would. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So to a biographer, to prove a point, um, about in his defense uh, over uh, an accusation from general milley about the war and he said look i have a document that showed that milley came up with a war plans here it is now mm-hmm. is that a, again is this a self-inflicted wound this is a totally different conversation maybe we can have later does trump mm-hmm. tend to put himself in a situation where he, yeah, he inflicts does. wounds on himself yes he does. he does but but like fundamentally that's mm-hmm. one example where i would argue Every biography written with the help of a president at the very least is going to get this information, whether they see the document or not, because it's in a, in a presidential storage or if it's, you know, storage of the record, you know, the records in Washington, whatever. But that was all it was. The second one was he was sent again, making an argument um, to someone, I guess, to his pa- in his pack. And he starts to show him, tell him the story about the document, starts to show it to him and then says, wait a minute, this is classified. You should probably stay away from it. Like, keep your distance. He, Trump, mm-hmm. I, I, in the indictment, it says it, that Trump says, yeah, you should probably keep your distance from this. Don't get too close, I think is the word he sa- is a phrasing he uses. Essentially saying like, eh, you're probably not supposed to see this. And he realized it's sort of midstream and decided to keep the guy away from it. Now, those are the two examples they have in the indictment. That's it. That's, that is the risk that they say mm-hmm. has, been, uh, has been brought to us over this incident. Now, yeah, they can show you pictures of boxes in a bathroom in a bathroom, or that have. obviously wasn't being used right you now. I mean, it was not a an active bathroom for peep patrons. <laughs> um, you know, they can say he was careless, but they don't have any evidence that anything happened here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yet, they're acting as if it's the the worst thing that's ever occurred in our history, and they're saying things like nuclear secrets and all this. And I, you know, I caution anyone, not that I probably have to caution anyone in this audience, Pat, but like this is an indictment. This is not we don't they haven't had a chance to give you a defense yet. You can't just look at this and believe everything inside. If you did this, you would think Donald Trump was a Russian agent that got peed on by prostitutes. Right. Like you you, Mm -hmm. like there is at this point in the investigation, they always say they have everything locked down. Of course, that's what they're saying. They may, in this case, if you believe the indictment, they have really good evidence against Donald Trump on this crime. Whether it should rise to the level that we're talking about is a totally different thing. But he hasn't even been able to defend himself yet, which is part of the design of this, right? Because, you know, yeah. likely he won't be able to defend himself until yeah. after the election.
0: Yeah, that's probably true. I, this will stretch on until, you, you got to believe, until after the election. Which, at least legally, right? Yeah. He can make a... <clears throat> <clears throat> public plea
1: to say hey this guy's coming after me he's been doing this the entire time i think a lot of america will believe that mm-hmm. uh, and i think it's true which is a good reason to believe it yep uh, i think he will say you know he will come up with a bunch of other reasons why he had these documents and why it was okay and some of them will
0: be believable and some of them will probably not and all <laughs> but, of that will <laughs> help him with the nomination yeah will it will. help him in the general probably not probably not and of course, and that's what we're going to have to decide. There are many who've pointed out this is the plan, right? Yeah. You try to yes. get, you put
1: Trump in a position where he is damaged to the general election, but helped in the primary. So yes, his so opponents can't win primary. in the primary. Yeah. And then he can't win in the general. Now, this is a risky game, one that they've already lost before, right? They lost this game in 2016 where they clearly tried to elevate Trump in the primary to win it, which mm-hmm. he did, and then thought they could defeat him in the general, which they did not. So this is not a good idea if you want, if your goal is to keep Donald Trump out of the White House. You know, if you really think the country is uh, you know, at risk, uh, he's a unique risk to our republic. If you actually believe that, you would not be elevating him in the primary. <laughs> right? like, you mm-hmm. wouldn't do that, mm-hmm. obviously, because fundamentally, when you come, it comes down to a one-on-one situation, anything can happen. Anything can happen. Something can go crazy in the last couple weeks of the campaign, which it kind of did in 2016. There's all sorts of news that broke in October of 2016. You can't control it. It's out of your control when it gets to that level. People always talk about what an incredible, like, you know, wow, what an incredible victory uh, it was to come out over Hillary Clinton. And it wasn't a politically impressive feat, but I would argue that the, the... the primary was much more difficult for Donald Trump. Like that was, you had a lot of good candidates. You had a lot of good people running against him. You had uh, you know, a big field. There's a lot to overcome there. Just beating Hillary Clinton one-on-one is something that Donald Trump could do. Beating 17 Republican candidates, you know, f- seven of them maybe were pretty good. Yeah. That was tough. Yeah. And he did that. Uh, so bet against him, you know, at your own
0: risk. It's true it's really true. This time though, there's going to be, you know, there there's going to be some questions about the sitting president too. Uh so while Trump may have issues if he wins the nomination in a general, Biden's got plenty as well. I mean, he's got he's got the scandals, he's got the Hunter the Hunter Biden stuff, he's got the uh bribery scandal to deal with. He's got his dementia issue to deal with. I mean, If it's those two against each other, hmm, eh, still kind of like Trump's chances, even with all this baggage Hmm. uh, going on. But who knows? Who who knows? Uh, A lot can happen between now and the election, that's for sure. And uh, this criminal case against uh, Trump is now being handled and overseen by a Trump-appointed judge, Aileen Cannon. So the left is going crazy over that, and they're thinking that uh, she can't be, she she can't be neutral in this. She can't, uh, she can't uh, actually oversee justice in this particular case. But if this were a a Biden appointed judge or uh, an Obama appointed judge, they wouldn't have any problem with that. No, right? They wouldn't even mention it. The criticism wouldn't be a problem.
1: This was something that Donald Trump pointed out. When he said, hey, you know, there's a, this judge has got with me in this case is against me. He hates Trump. You know, he says stuff like that all the time. Whenever, mm-hmm. really, whenever there's a case like this, mm-hmm. he says that. And without fail, the left co- says it's against the country's, you know, democracy. <laughs> right. They say it's, right. you know, it's some racist attack against the, you know, the the, the nation's foundations. And then, when Trump gets a good judge or one that is likely to be more friendly or understanding of, of what he's trying to do here, then that's, it's perfectly okay to make that criticism. They don't care at all. I mean, it's so
0: see through. I guess that's yeah, my they, problem with it. It's yeah. like they're not even trying. Yeah, the hypocrisy is outrageous. 888 727 BECK. More patents too for Glenn coming up
1: all right 9 11 was america's darkest day filled with carnage and sorrow but born on that day the tunnel to towers foundation he's been uh, it's been helping america's heroes ever since sometimes the um, you know military service members and first responders don't come home and when they don't uh you know the the effects of that really hit not only them of course but the family as well when young children are left behind tunnel to towers steps in they pay the mortgage on the family home to help lift the financial burden. And for catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, they build mortgage-free smart homes that can help these heroes move around more independently. Their veteran homelessness program provided housing and services to more than 500 in 2022 and more than 1,500 in 2023 so far, expanding rapidly because all veterans who honorably served, whether in peacetime or in war, deserve our nation's gratitude. It's all done through your help. And those people who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need it more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. It's T, the number two, T, dot org, t 2 torg Glenn Beck.
0: Welcome to it. It is Pat stew for Glenn. Uh, looks like Bud Light sales plunged in May, and so that toppled the beer brand from its longtime perch as the nation's best-selling brew. How about that? Is it the actual whole company or just <laughs> Bud Light? No, just Bud Light. Okay. Just Bud Light. Uh, Anheuser-Busch sold $297 million worth of Bud Light. That still seems like a lot in one month. That's for the four-week period that ended May 28th. Almost 300 million worth of sales. Um, But that's a 23% drop from the same time period the year before. Uh, The one that took over was Modelo Especial. Especial. Ranked number one in May with uh, 333 million in sales, 15% increase from the year before. I I wonder if that had anything to do with uh, Cinco de Mayo. In may. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although I guess it's comparing <clears throat> it to the year before,
1: so that would be May no, as well. No, that's true. Yeah. Um but it huh. may, may have helped certainly um, A certainly 15% increase over May for that particular brand is going to be strong.
0: You would think it'd be like, I don't know, Miller Lite or mm, one of those, yeah, Coors Light. Uh what's the other one that nobody I don't think anybody knows? Is it Michelob? Michelob it's also Ultra. O- owned by Anheuser-Busch, Yeah, Michelob right? Ultra is like a a competitor mm. to bud light and coors light but that's also owned by uh, and that's bud not light. been affected at all right
1: i think it's gone up if anything yeah yeah but you know lot, it, what makes this stuff really difficult for people is that none of the you're not there's no other brand that you're going to be happy with if you go down this road like yes you know like you, you go to yes. bud light a lot of people are like oh i'm gonna go to Michelob Ultra. well of course that's owned by bud light okay i'm gonna go to uh uh, Miller Lite. Well, Miller Lite also did a trans commercial a while ago. We didn't
0: notice it at the time, right? right? They we and just and they didn't did a big it. female thing where females have been brewing beer for longer than men or whatever, yeah. and it was like an in-your-face to males. Yeah, that was the Miller sort of Lite thing. one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. And so
1: everyone was like, okay, well, what about that thing? But of course, that's a sister of Coors Light. I don't remember which if they've done one in particular. I bet Coors, they have. The Coors family is known as a, like a Republican-leaning family, but still, you yeah. know, that that's a. Uh, huh you know still like still and like you know i i uh target's a great one and like a lot of people i've talked to are, are boycotting target and they're mm-hmm. going to you know a, the the easy obvious substitute of that is walmart and then the other day you know i i get the walmart marketing emails and it's like
0: pride month buy something <laughs> with a rainbow on <laughs> it and it's like all right like they're all there's just no way around it yeah they're all there that's why you have to yeah. you know i think drawing the
1: line of kids mm. makes a big difference to me you yes. know um, yeah, I understand like I'm not going to go crazy Like, thir- 29 of 30 major league baseball teams have a pride night yeah uh, the Texas Rangers are the one that that do not uh, but like you know like, I have a pride night well, you know like I'm not even going to get that worked up about that at this point uh, it's like mm-hmm. do when you're when you're doing what the Dodgers did
0: then that's a, problem. That's, that's
1: a huge line you yeah. know um, right so
0: I don't know that's big that's the big thing for all of
1: us to figure out